Hi, you're listening to InsurTech Perspectives with Bolt. I'm your host, Fiona Mattesini, and my guest for Episode 4 is Eric White, Bolt's Executive Vice President of Distribution. And this is where we mostly talk about the critical role and work of insurance agents. And thank you, Eric. You were just fantastic at bringing this side of things to life for me. Have a listen to this quick clip. These agents understand that, right? They've been around for a long time and they know how key it is to get that flow business in the door, protect your customer and keep that customer year after year. Eric also helped me understand how new digital tools can help all kinds of agents and why Bolt is really leading the way here in the industry. We really, I think, took a step forward in all of these agents stepping into this digital world. Finally, I got to be a little bit nosy and find out why a guy with an established and quite brilliant career in conventional insurance skipped over and across to insurance technology. I want to be on the side of where we're doing things different, making it easier, more understandable for the client, more understandable for the agent, easier to do business and put it out there so that they have choice. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get Eric's perspective. Eric, thank you for joining me. Let me start by saying that you're a real industry veteran. I mean, you must have seen a lot of changes in real time over the the last 25 years or so that you've been in the insurance business. Can you give us a super short resume, but also, and I guess mostly, can you tell me why you jumped from a career with a conventional carrier and a career that could have just kept going and over and across to the insurance technology side? So I spent my career in operations in various uh, positions in personal lines and uh, commercial lines in a real student of leadership, but I also worked with a big carrier, and that gave me a perspective of how insurance is sold and their distribution model through Mm. um, various agents throughout North America. And when I looked at the model, the model was really built on an earlier time, and it was very manual, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, but... There were these startups that were coming out and they kind of started changing the way the business was done. And I was sitting in Mm. my office in San Antonio at the time looking at these disruptors like Bolt and thought, you know, in my the next phase of my career, I want to be on the side of where we're doing things different, making it easier, more understandable for the client, more understandable for the agent, easier to do business and put it out there so that they have choice, right? And that's what the Bolt platform is about. That's the insurance ecosystem is about making it easier for the client to be protected and not using jargon that they don't understand because they have to, right? (laughs) With automobile insurance, they have to be 
protected, how do you help them understand why it's important and it's easier to do so they, they get it? Great answer, which segs me quite nicely, I think, into what I want to talk about next. Let's talk agents. Amongst many things, your role covers Bolt Access, this fascinating part of Bolt's ecosystem. And this essentially is a member's only club uniquely designed for independent agents and agencies in the US, launched back in the 1990s, early adopting the popular subscription model, which in itself shows brilliant foresight. And as I understand it, Bolt Access is an online platform designed to solve the big problem of how these independent agents can get full access to a range of quotes from a range of big name carriers and just a range of other carriers. So essentially, it offers instant access and I guess more choice, all of it leveraging all of those products in the Bolt Insurance Exchange that Jim talked about in his podcast. Yes, exactly right. So Bolt Access allows a smaller boutique operation to get access to markets they wouldn't already have. That means auto, home, that means toys, that means home warranty. Mm. It also allows you to do small commercial flow type business for your clients, the commercial auto, BOP, workers comp, GL, um, and it gives you access on the platform and the exchange to all of those markets right there. Mm. They're able to hook into national carriers like Safeco, like Progressive, and be able to expand their choice for their client. Got it. Thanks. It's that theme of choice coming up again. And what's also interesting is that these agents not only get access into the exchange and all of Bolt's comparative rating technology, but also whatever business they write, they always get to keep, even if they leave Bolt Access. Can you just explain why that's important? And in fact, what else is important from the perspective of an independent agent? The key to a agency is... You've got a healthy new business pipeline with a book that you're building. So the key for that agent is the building blocks, right? You're stabilizing that renewal book. You've got a certain percentage of customers that are renewing every year. That's your bedrock. And then you have a new business pipeline that you're building and creating your income. And so when you have those building blocks in place, all that hard work, what it does is generating income for that agent year after year. That's the key piece to building a successful agent. And with Bolt Access, one of the unique features that we have is that the agent owns the book. We don't own the book. And that's really unique in our industry with being a Bolt Access member, but also you can't overlook, and this is where it really counts, is these are fast flow transactions. Mm. We do all of the servicing as well. And when you're talking about flow business, you're talking about an average policy of $1,000 to $1,500. There's commissions in that that may be somewhere between 9 and 14%. What you need is to be fast, efficient, effective, giving clear language to your client, making sure your client is protected. And 
That's what we offer is access to the markets and then all the servicing that comes with it. Mm -hmm. So it's a key piece of the enablement, especially a smaller agency having the ability to, through a membership, put a website up in no time, be able to have a quoting widget, be able to hook in if you do have direct carrier into the choice platform. So you're seeing all of the quotes in one place using one dashboard to see when your renewals are coming up. Those are the type of things that Bolt Access allows you to do today. Right. And I guess all of this is the economy of scale. It's helping independent agents and agencies get as much business through the door as quickly and as efficiently as possible. So can you bring me into these agents' worlds a little bit? Who are they? Can we draw any common behaviours or characteristics? Or can you bring me into their world a little bit? So our marketing director and myself went on a tour visiting quite a few of these boutique agents. And a typical agent is sitting about 10 miles north of city center, just off of the freeway in a uh, strip mall. Been around for a long time, really scrappy agent. Furniture is (laughs) well-worn. They know their stuff. They've been through kind of every economic boom or bust. And what they need is a partner that's got their back, right? They've got the markets. Mm. uh, They're helping them get better digital tools like e-signature. They're helping them with the servicing and making it as easy as possible. And what they emphasized over and over, and we heard this theme time and again, was about speed, right? You know, I have this coverage need for my client and they need it now. I can order a package in three minutes. Why can't I get insurance that way? Our job is to make it easier for this agent uh, who's been around, who knows how to protect their client, make it easy for them to do that. And that common refrain we heard over and over, speed counts. I love that description, Eric. Thank you so much. I get it. They're savvy and scrappy and it's competitive out there and they want speed and fast access and lots of choice. That's a good summary of exactly what I saw in my visits. As in the example, Fiona, that we talked about, the agents I visited, these agents understand that, right? They've been around for a long time and they know how key it is to get that flow business in the door, protect your customer and keep that customer year after year. But as we went through this huge event, this pandemic, what became clear is these boutique agents, they needed digital tools. And what we've been able to do is give them a dashboard that that allows them to see all of their quotes at one time, that allows them to also to integrate if they do have some direct carrier appointments, we can hook them in here too. So they're seeing all of our markets and they're seeing their own markets. Mm. We also have enabled them to have a website with the widget too, so that their clients can see quotes before they ever go into and connect with that agent. And we really, I think, took a step forward in all of these agents stepping into this digital world. And that's where we excel. So 
it's pretty exciting to see our growth. Yeah, huge growth and great feedback from your agents too. I've been looking at all the reviews. I think you're market leaders there. So congratulations. And just joining these podcast episodes up a little bit, the speed that you enable, that these agents are looking for and demanding, this is enabled by the APIs and all the technology that David Lewin and I talked about on his podcast last month. So it's the backend IT that's the secret source or the magic behind what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. And the ability to see all the markets right then, be able to get it over and bind it quickly and efficiently. And we're even pushing the boundaries. In the model today, more and more carriers are opting for what we call DIY, which is that API that you talked about allows the agent to go directly through to the carrier and bind it themselves. In today's world, we have them separated out on the dashboard. They're going to be embedded into the insurance exchange where they can see which is a DIY market and which is a market that we need an underwriter to take a quick look. Mm. And we're looking at future programs where that member, that trusted Bolt Access agent We'll have the ability also, even beyond DIY, to potentially go in buying directly with certain carriers when the criteria fits. And so it's an exciting time. As insurance is evolving, we're pushing the envelope to help it evolve into the experience that our agents need. Yeah, sure. Thanks. It is exciting. So let me keep up. This bespoke or DIY option that you're talking about, that's great if you're a bigger agency or you're becoming a bigger agency and you have your own growing book of business. Can you talk to me a bit about that kind of agent or agency and how quickly or easily the DIY option can happen? So let's say you're a small agency and you're getting bigger all the time, you're, you're moving to a medium agency and you have a fair number of direct carriers, but you, you want to be able to see the full slate of markets available to you. We have the ability to integrate all of your direct appointments with our marketplace and we can do that today. So, If you're that small agent going to a medium agent, maybe you don't need the website and you just need the all access piece to it. We can tailor it to you and what your needs are. Mm. So that's pretty exciting. The DIY feature is available now. We have a host of carriers where you can go directly into the carrier and bind it yourself. And we connect through client partnerships where you may not be a licensed insurer, but you have affinity relationships that need insurance. And we can connect through our agency. We can be your agency. And so we do that as well. Okay, understood. And I know you also have a direct-to-consumer agency and there's so much we could potentially talk about on the distribution side. And really, I suppose that's the beauty of having an ecosystem or an exchange type of business model. It's opening up insurance to everyone. But now I'm getting ahead of our next podcast episode. So 
at the very start of this podcast, we talked about your previous career. Tell me, how has traditional insurance informed your perspective or your ideas today, not just from the perspective of an agent or even the business, but the end customer, the consumers? Yeah, I've been a head of an operation for 20 plus years, and I know the frustrations from every level of a customer feels when they don't understand the unique language of the PNC world, of the insurance world, the frustration of a product that is regulated in 50 different states in 50 different ways. And so what I was drawn to from an operation perspective is how do you make it easier for the person ultimately that's being protected when someone is in an accident or their home is damaged or any kind of insured peril that they're experiencing, that insurance plays a huge role to getting them back on their feet and feeling whole. And you can't take that responsibility lightly. You have to make it easier for people to understand the value of what they're getting. And our industry doesn't always do that. And The insurance exchange, when I looked across and saw that, I said, I want to be a part of making this easier because I believe in what we're doing. I believe when I've had accidents, insurance has been there for me. It wasn't just a regulatory thing by the state. It helped me feel whole again. And that's what this industry does. And that's why, you know, I've wanted to be an operations leader within this industry and stayed with it all these years. That's really inspiring to listen to. Thank you, Eric. And finally, speaking of inspiring, tell me about these ultra marathons. What's the story there? I love the idea of understanding performance in all its forms. And and that includes looking at my own personal fitness. I started running about 13 years ago, wasn't a runner. And I jumped into on a whim, on a bet, to be able to train for a marathon. Did not like it at all for the first year, but made it through the marathon and then discovered that I really enjoyed the fact that I was a much fitter person, a much healthier person. And I enjoyed the solace of the long miles where I could think about my day, I can think about what I'm doing. I'm not an elite runner in any way. I'm just a guy that wants to get out and measure myself against myself and see, could I get better at this? And I started reading about these crazy people that do 50 miles, 100 miles. Who? What? What is that? (laughs) That's insane. But as I did it, I thought, well, if they could do it, why can't I do it? And so 13 years later, 15 marathons and 25 ultras, including several hundreds and a 200, and a lot of failures, by the way, on the, along the way. A lot of ones that did not go very well. And I feel like your individual performance in work and out of work, it's when things don't go well, that's what helps you get to the next level. It's not when they go right. Mm-hmm. When they go right, it's a memorable time, and it's great that you felt that way, but you're not going to do anything different the next time around. It's when it doesn't go well. That's what ultra running is like. There's an equality to it that everybody has to go through that 
you're going to hit some low, low spots and you got to figure out how to dig out of that and learn from it and get better from it. And that's what I love about ultra running. Again, very inspiring. Thank you for all of us listening. Out of interest, how much was the original bet? Well, it was $100. And the original bet was, it was me betting them that they couldn't do it. And they didn't really train for it. And they limped their way into getting the $100. And I was so mad. I said, you got to trade me that same bet and I'm going to do it. (laughs) And so to their credit, they did it. They did honor that bet with me. But I tried to train a little bit better and actually be prepared for it. So I got my $100. So I actually, it's even because I paid $100 and I got $100. So you put money in and you got something back. And that sort of sums up how insurance can work. Listen, Eric, thank you so much for your time and your energy and for helping me understand how your work fits into the bigger Bolt picture. Yeah, thanks, Fiona. This has been great. And that ends our podcast. If you want to learn more, head to boltinsurance.com and do make sure you follow Bolt on LinkedIn because we'll be putting a load of bonus content on there as well. You've been listening to InsurTech Perspectives with Bolt. My name's Fiona Mattesini. Thanks for listening. <laughs>